welcome to the Disc Course, the podcast where we all have the blood of pharaohs in our veins, and we're trying as hard as we can to keep it there. As always, I'm Holly. With me is Mark. Hello, I'm here. Uh, Julie. God, I would hate to turn into a seagull when I die. <laughs> and Jess. Hey, how are you? I don't have anything funny to say. <laughs> God, um... So, it has been a fucking while, huh? Um, even longer, because we are going to like record three of these before <laughs> before episodes go out, because Gotta get holy a backlog. shit. We're yeah. going to get that oh, yeah. backlog. Gotta get that backlog. But, we are finally here, performing for you, as it were. <laughs> um, we're here, we're queer, we're going to talk about this book. <laughs> we we're here, here. Rincewind is queer. <laughs> Get We're here. Everyone is queer. No Everyone is queer. queer. I'm trying to think of so many different, like, ancient Egyptian gods. Are like, uh, any rhyme with queer? Uh, uh, like, <laughs> Ra, Osiris, you're very queer. bad at it. <laughs> Isis, queer. <laughs> Anubis, hella queer. Anubis, so fucking queer. Yeah. <laughs> bro. Anubis? Is it, is it me- gay? Bro. Is it gay to judge the souls of mortals? Yeah. <laughs> Anubis? More like a boob is. Good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, we started pyramids. We've started pyramids, the seventh Discworld book, Pyramids. Yes. The Book of Going Forth, which <sighs> is very interesting. Um, that's I, I really like that, because, yeah, you can see that is kind of being set up as a theme. Not to mm-hmm. immediately jump into talking about the book. Um um, but I mean, but yeah. there is a book. There is a book. We are here there, to talk about it. There's a book. Yeah. We're here to talk about it. This it's is... called the Bible. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no. Turns chair no, around. No. Hey, kids. Yeah. Listen, I was. I'm. I'm kind of because ex- like semi sort of related. I love that fucking Bell Shamrock Shake is shown up again as like a YMCA stand-in. <laughs> I I love to see him. This is the first of like a short like like there there's series within the Discworld uh books. Obviously there's the witches, there's the wizards, which at this point is just Rincewind. There's Death, uh and there is the the only one that we really haven't gotten the we we haven't started the Watch series yet and we haven't started what's sort of known as the Industrial Revolution series, mm-hmm. which is it consists oh of consists of three books. It is the Moist von Lipwig books. Oh, um, but they're su- those are such good books. Three is a series. They're so two thirds of them are such good books. Like, um, very much mm. like, hey, this series is Terry Pratchett flipping the chair backwards, going, hey, let's talk about the creation of Western civilization. <laughs> let's talk about Fair. modern society. You know what? You know what really is good, kids. Mail. Anyway, um, you know what slaps public, like societal tools and infrastructure. That shit mm. rules. That shit's <laughs> dope. The in- anyway, the internet should be publicly owned, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Money is evil. Oh. Erase all currency. We will get to going postal in twenty thirty five. At this rate, um, it will be worth mm. the fucking it's wait. Fine. <laughs> God. Yeah. I sure hope we get to read Going Postal before society collapses. <laughs> What's faster, a book or a telegram? That's what Going Postal answers. <laughs> God. Anyway, Pyramids is uh, the first in like a sort of... Not really, a, it's a series defined by not being a series. Uh, it, it is the first of the standalone Discworld books. 
Um, which, like, often, like, a lot of the times they'll feature characters and locations. Uh, I, I think basically only two of them. One, one of them is set in Ankhmore Pork, but it basically focuses, and it features, um, previously seen characters as, like, bit parts, but mostly it is, like, mm-hmm. a new character and all the shit he's doing. Um, but, like, pyramids, um, small gods, um, fucking the the theater one um fuck what on earth is it called why can't i remember there's one that's about it's one about early hollywood but magic oh, you mean moving, um, moving pictures moving pictures moving pictures jesus um the truth <laughs> and monstrous regiment are like the ones in that series aka discworld gaiden <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, like, literally, if you do not, if you really just want to read one Discworld book, pick one of these. Yeah, um, I... Okay. So I I listened to the audiobook today just to refresh myself, and ordinarily I don't look at, like, the comments, because it's, like, the whole book, so I don't want it, like, no spoilers. Right. Um, but I, you know, there was only, like, three comments on, on the audiobook on YouTube, so I was like, I'll look at them. And one person was like, yeah, this was the first Discworld book I read, and then it made me want to read many more, and then I did. And I was like... Aww. I kept on waiting for there Tepic you. to show back up, and I was so disappointed. Yeah, like... When cause... are we going to get to the Tepic factory? <laughs> <laughs> the Tepic factory. So, like, the other... Like, some of them, like, the one that takes... The, the truth is explicitly concurrent the truth and monstrous regiment and moving pictures are all concurrent with like main discworld canon mm-hmm. um i know for a fact that small gods takes place for the most part a hundred years before anything else in discworld canon oh interesting okay and i think pyramids does too oh okay because like yeah we Weird. don't okay um obviously since well i mean we read you know 60 pages of this like we you know we wouldn't know what else was going on because we read 60 pages right. but like i was curious if it happened concurrently with anything else here's the th- it it might not be because like the actually no i think that's kind of like a plot hole that comes up and is patched in a fucking the thief of time oh, oh no, it's, I, it's time i oh, gotta love thief I, of I time it just fixes it... everything <laughs> I, I think literally it is like, um, hey, you mentioned the same exact philosophers in this book, which is set now, as in Small Gods, which is set a hundred years ago, and Terry Pratchett is like, fuck you. Well, well what you are see, we that just... philosopher simply lived 150 years ago. <laughs> what is it, some kind of magic yeah. philosopher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I was going to ask, does, um, does Jelly Baby like continue on? In, in the rest of Discworld, do we ever see it again? Like, It might get, like, passing mentions. I, yeah. I don't... It does not feature heavily. Mm, okay. Yeah, because I was, I was curious about that. Um, if yeah. even sort show up in Small Gods, but I don't know about Jelly Baby. Okay, yeah. Terry Pratchett really just made this one for the Egyptology kids. <laughs> it's true. I had Egyptology and Dragonology. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh. You were you were double gay, Holly. I also had the pirate one, so you know what? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Pers- person person above triple gay. <laughs> stop stop flexing your gayness at me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Want to get into it? Um, sure. Let us talk about pyramids. The first sixty odd pages or so, and this this one like um 
so, sort of like um the color of magic it does come in like parts like it's it is not just one long narrative from start to finish because we start in book one the book of going forth and mm-hmm. we we get we get the standard if getting shorter every book um introduction to the idea of there being a big turtle you know it's a biggie I love in this one um, the line, much that is weird could happen on a world on a back of a turtle like that. It's like, no shit. <laughs> queer things are afoot on this turtle. Oh, but but queerer things were yet to come. <laughs> Always queerer things. I also love uh, the way that he talks about, like, the star, the way that he mirrors the stars and the lights of civilization. Um yeah. yeah, I so thought like, that was really cool. Yeah, because it's it's kind of related to what you were talking about about this being a standalone. Where like he talks about Ankh-Morpork looking like two clashing galaxies, uh, and then he says, "But we draw away from that to the pyramids and and the light they're giving off into the cosmos." So like he does establish that like, hey, you remember that place we talk a lot about? The, we're Fuck not going that place. there. <laughs> we're not. Go- we're coming out here. That place sucks. That I mean, place, it does. You don't know him. Um. Rincewind and Two Flower are off having gay little adventures somewhere. Mm-hmm. Not here. Exactly. So it's. I, I like that we are. Like, he is setting up, like, hey, this one's kind of out on the fringes of, of other stuff that I've. I've been talking about before. So I do also like the descri- description of the great Atun, the only turtle to ever feature on the Hertzsprung-Russell diagram. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> A main sequence turtle. Wow. <laughs> and we and we love them. We love Atun. In this house, we love Atun. We cut from we like pan away from Ankhmore Pork to uh, the pyramids of gel. Um and yes, the, the, this 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 nation is it's along it's it's this fucking fantasy Egypt it's along the Gel River and the name which translates literally to Child of the Gel is Jelly Baby mm-hmm. because Jesus fucking Christ Terry I won't lie I didn't get that until Jess just said it I was just mm-hmm. like oh cool <laughs> cool name wait wait the more you, you know you you didn't get the Jelly Baby joke I I didn't get the Jelly Baby joke Holly I I apologize. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I was like, "Oh, cool! <laughs> wow, cool name!" <laughs> I, I, when I was reading this, I was wasn't really speed reading, but it's more just like, I, I don't have time to pronounce this fancy word. I'm just gonna move on. Yeah, no fair. Jumble of letters. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, like apparent, apparently, like, it, like it was such a, it was a joke that he was that Terry was so disappointed that like was basically impenetrable to like non Doctor Who watching English uh, uh, American audiences. Yeah, no, I, I he yeah. <laughs> he he invented the fucking neighboring country of Hersheba. Um the <laughs> mm. thing, I come from a country that has jelly babies. I've eaten I've partaken in the jelly of baby, but <laughs> in the baby jellies. In the jelly babies. American version, there's a fake Egypt, um, with, or no, a fake France called um, Haribo with like <laughs> E-A-U-X. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You could even do an American one, but it's called like Jelly Belly. Like, yeah. Yeah, that would also work. Or like Saw Burst. Like Russian Saw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Je- jelly, jelly Belly could be like, we, we, I mean, like the river floods and give us all, gives us all of our crops. It is literally in our stomachs right now. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Anyway, um, hey, these pyramids have like weird gouts of flame 
like dead flames spurting into the air. Yeah, they're cool yeah, pyramids. They seem to be doing some just just weird beams. Some <laughs> weird beams, and then this old old man is like, uh, just steps out of one. It's his bedroom, mm-hmm. except he doesn't sleep. I really oh, could only think of the space Egypt episode of Futurama and just the Bender monument of remember me, remember me. <sighs> yeah, that's it. Does have big. Uh, remember me vibes. Um, Spoilers, guess what fucking happens in this book? <laughs> oh, yes! Seven times the size of any of the other ones! Oh, yes, hell yeah. Yes, Great. yes! <laughs> the important one. <laughs> I I do love um, that, like, Terry talks about, you know, uh, a lot of people wonder what, what the ancestors would think of modern society, and it's just, I don't give a flying fuck what the founding fathers would think. They didn't know what a germ was. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> a Dorita would murder them. Like, <laughs> what your ancestors would think if they were alive right now? They'd probably wonder why they're in a dark box. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is, this is the high priest Dios. He's an old, 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 old man. Mm-hmm. Exceedingly old, it would seem. Homer, I don't sleep anymore. Homer, I don't <laughs> sleep or eat anymore. God. Um, oh my God. He just lies. He lies down in his fucking burial chamber, and it rejuvenates him. Mm-hmm. Oh, you thought you the know. pharaoh ran the country, but it was me, Dios. God, <laughs> literally. I was waiting for it. We haven't even gotten to the part where, yes, he literally does run the country. Well, uh, yeah. Tepic says it later. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Tepic says. Well, the priests really run it. My the, dad's the priests just run the, the country, but my dad is the god. Um, we have not seen the extent to which Dios runs this place. <sighs> so it's a, I'm excited. A, a lot in this like beginning scene with him reminds me of um, he's got like Vincent Price in the Last Man on Earth vibes, um, which is <laughs> extreme, sure, yeah. extremely a, a Jess pull. Um, yeah, I'm like I can't go with you on this one. I have no idea. I'll, I'm I'm willing to explain. Um, so the Last Man on Earth is uh, a movie based on the Richard Matheson story "I Am Legend," uh, which Will Smith right. was also in a, a film version of, where there is one man who has survived a global like extinction event that turned everybody into zombie vampires. I yeah. Think, is, yeah, is what happened there. They're like- they're, they're like weird zombie animal ferals, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Treehouse of Horror short, the Omega Man. I know, I know, I know how. Okay. It is. Which is okay. more, which is more based on the Charlton Heston version of I Am Legend, the Omega Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But this uh, Vincent Price did like the first adaptation of this story, and it's it's considered to be the closest to the the short story itself. But like, it's this mm. very like bleak and and solitary movie. But like, it starts on just a black screen, and he just goes. Oh, another day. Better get started. Um, but like, that's it's mm. it's huge similar vibes to Dios. Um, yeah, Vincent Vincent Price really did say, "Wow, we gotta do this shit again for real." Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, that's that's that whole movie. I strongly recommend checking out that movie. You can find it for free somewhere, I guarantee, because it was made in you know nineteen fifty nine or some shit. Like, nice. <laughs> it's 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 well worth checking out. The last line of this is, Dios didn't have the oddest bedroom in the world, it was just the oddest bedroom anyone had ever walked out of. <laughs> yeah, for the eternal- you're not supposed to get up, you're supposed to eternally sleep. Yeah, I do like how it is just immediately, like, right off the jump, first paragraph- like, first page going like, yeah, this dude is fucking weird. <laughs> this guy's some kind of weird ancient vampire. <laughs> Terry Pratchett made up a guy for everyone to be weeded out by. <laughs> 
Yeah. We we're we cut to Ankhmore Pork. Surprise! We are actually here for a bit because no Discord <laughs> yeah, right. book is complete without. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, Monstrous Regiment does not feature Ankhmore Pork at all. I lie. We stayed away for as long as we could. Actually, a few of the witches' books don't either. But anyway, um, <laughs> we have Tepic, um, about to take the graduate exam for the Assassin's Guild, and he's putting on his fancy pants. Putting on just the fanciest pants. Where he laded himself with the entire arsenal of Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood. Um, just, <laughs> yes. That's all I could think he of. Put... Of like, wow, yeah, how the fuck do you carry all that shit? It is a Skyrim level of inventory he's carrying. Yeah. <laughs> you are over-encumbered. He's, he's trying to put into his, his hammer space inventory and he forgets he doesn't have it. Literally what I was thinking of while reading this bit was so katie tiedrich uh the artist of the webcomic awkward zombie, uh, awkward zombie mm-hmm. on her old 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 deviant art uh drew a picture of like ocarina of time link oh yes holding the whole like um inventory that he has at the end of the game and it is ludicrous i am looking for it now this was from like 2006. But it's like, yeah, how does one carry the steel boots that let you sink to the bottom of any body of water? Like... Right. <laughs> Without sinking to the... Here here on uh, the discourse, we are a 2004 webcomic about gamers. Uh, uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the one good webcomic of that era, like... I know, but the, the voice, I don't like that. Yeah. Holly knows this and she likes to torture us. <laughs> what, what is our entire friendship for many? Our entire podcasting career together? What, what is it for this? <laughs> what is podcasting but not a vehicle for friends to torture each other verbally? Yeah. yeah. I once said Kirby was a centrist on a podcast. Listen, who amongst us <laughs> is not guilty? <laughs> It is an un- unreasonably warm day in Ankhmore Pork, um, and he is wearing a trillion pounds of felt. Um, <laughs> but he does look good. Yeah. He's, he's... Oh, he looks fucking great. He's killing it. Gonna be carrying around seventy pounds of sweat by the end of this night. Yeah, and also, also, it's bizarrely hot in Ankhmore Pork. Yeah, I just mentioned that. We're just covered in covered in terrible terrible dust that you don't want to think about mm-hmm. the the river is just a horrible little pile of sludge i i cannot get over the honestly escalating violent hatred terry pratchett has for this pseudo london specifically the mm-hmm. fact that more pork is so bad that a meteorite striking it will be considered gentrification <laughs> it's very good terry terry made up a city for him to get mad at <laughs> it's he didn't make it up it's just london is the thing <laughs> and here's that picture of link i clicked on it to make it bigger but because this was uploaded in uh 2005 it is 350 by 575 pixels great good for them mm-hmm. high res glossy jpegs <laughs> glossy jpegs um but yeah so basically he's like it's like okay who is going to be my examiner for my final in Assassin? Um, and he's like, okay, if it's that guy, he, mm, this guy's pretty, this guy's fun. He'll probably go easy on me. I sure hope it's not the one guy, though. 
Guess what? <laughs> it, it was the one guy. I mean, it always is. Yeah, it's like it's like um, apparently with most teachers, um, your chances are basically fifty fifty if you pass or not. This dude, oh, just fucking slit your throat now, buddy. Mm-hmm. This this class is pass fail, and you do not want to fail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's pass disappear. I think. <laughs> pass or die, dude. You pass or you die. It's, pa- <laughs> it's, it's pass or air quotes pass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. pass or pass, parentheses, into the next yeah. life. You die pass in the exam, on. you die yeah. in real life. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we've all been there. We've, we've all been there. We, I went to grad school, yeah. We've taken an exam that, would, that wanted to kill us. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's midnight. He fucking grapple it like he fucking repels his way out of his uh dormitory because he's an assassin and assassins don't use the stairs <laughs> yeah i've read that this whole like the whole like assassination uh exam segment i've read that terry pratchett basically wrote this like as he went with like no notes at all and he's just like i'm excited to see where this takes me mm. <laughs> Gosh, I hope feeling. he. I hope he passes. Hope he <laughs> like comes out onto like the roof or whatever, and he sees a figure standing like on the roof, like across from him. And he's like, "Oh, if I kill the," he's like, "Oh, well, the rules are if I murder the fucking uh, person who's administering the exam, I just pass, right?" Please, please Mark, please. They are not murderers; they are assassins. If he inhumes mm. his professor. Mm, yes i i something i do really like is like all of this like gossip that that tepic knows of like the the student Mm -hmm. like knowledge network (laughs) it's very real if if yeah if the uh if the professor doesn't if the murder professor doesn't show up within 15 minutes we get to go home (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) I can never appreciate any more teacher jokes from now on. It's really just like <laughs> it's all ruined so much. If yeah. your murder professor tries to keep you after the bell, that's a violation of the Geneva Convention. <laughs> oh, Christ. But also yeah, the murder. Like, he's looking at this he's looking at this figure and he's like, Okay, if if that's him, I can kill him now. But ah, oh, man, this guy like uh this dude is not that um, but this, this professor's an asshole. He's probably trying to trick me. It's probably what a trick question. What if he question. knows I know that he knows that I know that it's a dummy? Yeah. The dude's name is Mariset. I, yeah, I'm, Mariset. Getting, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, but and while he's like, but if he knows, I know. Eventually, he's like drumming his fingers on this gargoyle he's hiding behind. Eventually, he just stands up straight. He's like, I'm here, professor. <laughs> hey, what's and up? And this dude... Who has disguised himself like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the present in the Predator is like okay, well, let's get started then. Yeah, I imagine Marissa never walked. Yeah, I always imagine Marissa just glide around, <laughs> like <laughs> right. He disappears. Yeah, I also was like for like he's like wiping stone dust off of his face, and for a second I'm like, oh god, was he the gargoyle that he was like drumming his fingers? God, <laughs> that would be really funny. I don't. They don't imply it, really, but now I want that to be true. 
That's very fun, though. Um, but he's like, okay, your mission is to, like, you gotta go to this address, um, get there, and we'll, we'll, like, continue from there. And he's like, oh, this is easy. I, I, I fucking, I parkour all the time. I, this is I'm an easy route. I'm very good at parkour. <laughs> Before then, he, he does, like, the, like, asks him to, some technical questions, and he asks him about, like, the lengths of throwing knives, and Tevik's like, oh, crap, they're never supposed to ask you the lengths and weights of knives. And that reminded me of when I took the driver's permit test, um, and it's, like, randomized questions, but they can pull it from, like, anything in the, like, the manual or whatever the fuck. And so... What's the ev- copyright date? <laughs> fucking literally. But everyone was like, oh, yeah, they never ask you about fines, like, like, how much would your ticket be if X happened? Like, you, you don't have to know. They right. just write you the fucking ticket. But lo and behold, the first time I went there, like, 18 of my questions <laughs> were about fines. So I failed. Because <laughs> I had read them, sure, but I can't remember fucking numbers because yeah. I'm gay you and dumb. You didn't retain it, though. Yeah. No, because <laughs> I was like, whatever, the cop's just going to write me a fucking ticket. Like, what does it really matter? Right. But, I, yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah, they never ask you about speeding fines and it's like mm. until they, they do, do and then and then you're fucking mad <laughs> and, and then uh, you you never want to actually drive ever because you don't want to pass the stupid test so yeah he's like all right meet me over at you know the the accountants district meet me in the pit <laughs> me meet me in the meet pit in the truly. it's going down <laughs> Exactly. Um, and so Tepic starts uh, Naruto running on the roofs. Um, yes. I just yeah. picture I just picture him Naruto running. There's that, that Terry doesn't say that, but you know. And yeah. this is this is where we get the like um, he's running on top of the roof, um, jumping a narrow gap onto the tiled roof of the young men's reformed cultists of the Iker God Belshamaroth. <laughs> we yeah. got him. We it's Belshamrock shake. He's back. There he is. You love to see him. He's good. You do, in fact, love to see him. <laughs> um, but he's just, like, sauntering along, and it's like, oh, and this bit's really easy. There's, like, this plank bridge that we set up. Right. Oh, God, well, it's gone. Because oh, no. he find out he's, like, super good at climbing or whatever, like, city yeah. running. He was literally yeah. captain of, like, the, of the junior varsity the... parkour team in his house. Like, Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> he's on the team. He does all the stuff. He's very good at it. They so beat he's... Scorpion House. And... Yes. Scorpion House! What the house rules! And this is... <laughs> uh, and this is, a, like, a course that he's run, like, a million times. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm like, I'm super familiar with this. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he immediately, like, jumps over a ledge without looking. Because he's like, oh yeah, there's a bridge here. And then, there's no bridge there. And... That's that's where we enter the flashback zone. Record scratch, bet you're wondering how I got into this situation. <laughs> yes. We enter the flashback zone and then get, like, like, we bounce between flashback and present day for the rest of this reading, basically. Yeah, I, so I, I like this, because, like, Terry hasn't done this before, really. Like, this is, structurally, yeah. this is new. Um, em- so it's, this it's is, fun to read. This is very emblematic of the way Terry Pratchett writes things like he is directing a movie. Like, yeah. it feels mm-hmm. very, edits, not to so, like, sound kitschy, but it feels very cinematic in that sense. Yeah, no, this yeah. is 100% a cinematic uh, section. Um, but yeah, fun. so we we cut back to um, his parents having an argument. It's like, I will not, his mom's like, or stepmom, I guess, is like, his I will aunt. not have no, my aunt. son. His aunt, yeah. Yeah. 
I will not have I I will not have young Tepic go and learn to be a murderer. <laughs> no nephew of mine is going to be an assassin. It's all because of that brother-in-law of yours. <laughs> yeah, my brother-in-law who has some fucking money. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, his, his so his dad's the pharaoh of uh, Jelly Baby, and he. So the the kingdom has sold off most of its land in order to pay for their fucking pyramid habit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Ima- imagine living in a nation that spends all of its money on something fucking stupid. Oh, mm. huh? Mm. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> uh, it's so his dad's king, Tepes Simon uh, the twenty seventh. At least yep. Tepes Simon is how I've decided to pronounce it in my head. It's T E P P I C Y M O N. Tepesimon. I think I think I did hard C. I think I said Tepekaimon, but it's you know. Right. Oh well. Um, the twenty seven. It's a bullshit fantasy name. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. His name does end in Mon, though, and I will point out that all the Mons we've hmm. seen um, doesn't turn out too well for them. Um, they do some shit. Hmm. <laughs> Who are the other Mons we've seen? Uh, Simon. Gabumon. Oh right. It's... <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, 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 Tryman. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah. Right. Anyway, um, we we know for a fact that the dude can't do anything because he fucking dies at the end of this reading. Does he die at the end of this reading, or is he still alive? No, no. He jumps off of a fucking roof because he thinks he's a seagull. He dies. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. All right, he spreads his right. wings, and then he's like, "Oh wait, damn." It's All fine. Ah, right. oh, fuck arms. I, Shit. I, I didn't Ooh. actually catch that. Yeah. Alright. Um, but yeah, so he's just like, listen, we'll send him off. Hopefully he can make some money. Um, and now I, I need to have a heart-to-heart talk with my son. Oh boy. Well, I've done <laughs> like, all I could do. <laughs> fucking literally, oh my god. <laughs> Whose kid is this? Wait, it's mine? Kratos oh, has had more of a heart-to-heart with his son than this he, guy. Like, yeah. uh... <laughs> So I was, I was curious what this was. If this was like, um, if he is just like absent-minded, or if like there's an implication that like he's like mad. Like, I don't know. I it's mean, definitely there's a definitely bold. some slight madness in there. Pro- probably like grief also because like his wife died. Sure, his his wife died. He's supposed to be the god of this nation, but uh, like, yeah. Uh, um, they get they get into how he kind of has like a uh, you know uh, imposter syndrome thing going on. He's like, mm-hmm. "Damn, I gotta make the sun come up every day. What if I fuck it up? I don't know how it, how it happens. What, what if I fuck? Like it it hasn't happened yet, but I don't know how I do it. I and what if I stop being able to do it's it? Really- <laughs> I'll just all I can say is I don't know. I will simply worry every day until I die." Yeah, it's the world version of the Peter Principle, when you're promoted to such an extent that you don't know, like, what to do anymore, but you're just in this perpetual state of, I guess I yeah. can do this, because you kept pushing me upwards? <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. You just keep failing upwards? We get a little bit here about, about the pyramids, and how, um, like, his ancestors really liked the pyramids, but, like, he doesn't. 
because uh, the pyramids I are do. a drain on this country. Um, yeah. The only curse they can afford to put on them these days is bugger off. <laughs> I love That's that they good. have pyramids for their cats. Like the only ones they can oh, have are like so good. The little oh, garden pyramids. The little garden pyramids for the cats. That's so good. Um, it's very good. But you know, uh, worshiping the the monuments of dead founders is bad. You say? Hmm. 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 I wonder what would could. I wonder what would make a British man say that. <laughs> Terry Pratchett, like <laughs> just furiously scribbling on his notepad, looking at the statue of Lord Nelson and millions of pigeons shit on it every day. <laughs> oh, the oh. worship of history can can hold back going forth. You say, hmm. hot take, gang, but maybe not every historical figure needs a monument. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you show a Barney, Lord Palmerston. Pit <laughs> <laughs> the elder. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So, um there's an interesting line here that uh uh his wife had said where she said um people never learn anything here, they only remember things. Um and then she died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she died off screen. <laughs> she died off screen. She died on the way to her home planet. She she went <laughs> to the crocodile river because she forgot that crocodiles lived there. She apparently. became a fucking she became a fucking lyric in the the arrogant worm song. His history is made by stupid people. Yep. Oh, she sure did. <laughs> yeah, his heart to heart with his son is just like, well, this is the first time you've been away from home. No, it isn't, Dad. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you're thirteen I know now. You're, I know I'm you're 12. basically thirteen. I'm twelve. Thank you. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> You got me a warming pan. I did? Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's nice. I like it. Okay, well. Well, here, here, son, I want you to have this. And, like, when he's on the fucking boat ride, um, it's just like, fuck, dad made me lunch. It's fucking ketchup packets. <laughs> yeah, it's pocket it's like, lint and, like, a thing of soap. It's a, a warm, half-eaten, happy meal. <laughs> the fucking sardine. Oh be good, God. for the love of God. Please be Please good. Please be good. I just really love that despite these flashbacks and like the little uh, few others we get from Tepic's perspective, he doesn't really hate his dad. It's very much just like a, oh uh, yeah, like what do, what do I really expect at this point? <laughs> yeah. I, Cause uh, as we like go further, he t- like we see about like his history with his parents and like they're terrible parents, but he kind of doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he thinks it's like he kind of like expects it like he like that's all he knows so he's just like yeah of course yeah he he was accustomed to having just two absent parents and he's like this is fine but like the ultimate latchkey kid truly really the yeah. latchkey king um, latchkey prince <laughs> but now he's latchkey king because uh, it's it's interesting when he's talking to Arthur later and he's like oh no yeah like uh like my dad's a god whatever but like yeah. he also has this realization where he's just like oh it must be nice to have a god that like you don't have to see every day and you don't have to kind of like deal with the fact that he kind of sucks like yeah he's i, I think the fra- like the phrasing is something along the lines of like oh it's like you could actually believe in a god that you don't see every day yeah yeah a, a god I have to fucking deal with this dude and fuck it he flaps his arms like every two hours it's embarrassing because mm-hmm. it's like Something that I kind of wish, and maybe we get to dig into it, I don't know, um, but, like, the realization that you have at a certain point in your life that, like, 
your parents are just people. Like, your dad is just a guy. Like, (laughs) granted, he's a guy that made you, but, like, he's just a guy. Your parents are also big fuckers. Yeah. 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 Where he's just like, "Mm." like, my dad's a god, but, like, it does. Now that I'm in the city, I I can't help but notice that the sun also rises here. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Does my dad do that? Or does that just happen? Like... It's... Does he only do it for the valley? I don't see how it could rise in a Thebe to our east and sort to our west and not here. He so, never like, seems tired yeah. from doing it. Like, huh. yeah, I was gonna. Say, I love the the line where he's like, he's like, I mean, it seems more reasonable if he could do it for the valley because like he's getting pretty old. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's not <laughs> getting him any younger. The whole world would be asking a bit much, probably. <laughs> I also I just never see him before like ten a.m. So like, what's he doing? Dude wakes up at noon. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so like, I love that, and like, I I kind of wish we we dug into that a little bit more because that's fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love when when Terry makes up all the different kinds of dads. Like, <laughs> make up a dad to be feel embarrassed about. Mm-hmm. Make up a dad and and explore the feelings about the dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make up a dad to be disappointed by. <laughs> True, because, yeah, this is the first dad to be disappointed by, like... Yes. Well, no, what about Mort's dad? <laughs> yeah, oh, Mort's dad yeah. also sucked. Uh, Esk's dad also sucked. Uh, they, they sucked in, like, different ways, though. Like, this, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like This I, is the most pitiable dad, yes, really. I think, this, so this, far. This, this is mm. a dad to pity, for sure. Like, <laughs> this is not a dad to be scared of, like, Coin's a d- dad. A dilp. A dad I'd like to pity. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Somehow sounds like way more titillating than Dilf. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take your Dilf, all right. <laughs> oh, you got a Dilf? All right. <laughs> oh god! Ow! I I just like threw my hands up to my face to like laugh into, and I hit my fucking piercing. Ow! Ow! Man, oh, Dilf category and OnlyFans really jumping up. <laughs> um, oh, I did want to mention we also he, there's also a line about how Dios is the one who like talked to him about <laughs> masturbation and stuff. Yes, he gave about him the not talk. going blind. <laughs> and the de- fucking Tepe Simon's reaction was just like, "Oh, you're not going blind? Good, good. Oh, good, good. good. Oh, very good. Yes, cool." And I I love the description of like. Um, the description of Jelly Baby as a small, self-centered kingdom. Even its plagues were half-hearted. Um, old, all the old kingdom was able to achieve was in the last hundred years was the plague of frog. And then, if you, if, the, if, the footnote in, is in so case good. You're reading a version that has a difficult difficulty with um footnotes, um, it basically amounts to it was a big frog though, and it got in the fucking air vents, it kept <laughs> everyone up at night. I love that. Oh, Very man. good. I would love to be. I would love to be plagued by a frog. To be blessed by frog. Blessed by frog. Um, the in the audiobook that I was listening to, which I think this is the guy that like does most of them. So this is a guy that like people, I guess, really like. But like the intonation that he gives to uh, Tepic and the Pharaoh is he's like a half a step away from doing like a Dracula voice, and like. <laughs> it's it's just it's, 
<laughs> it's so weird because I'm like, are you trying? I'm like, are you trying to do like? Is this a bit? Is this a bit? So is it? Is this a commentary? I, there's, I, there's a way that this could be racist because I'm pretty I, sure you're a white dude. I have discovered because I listen to way too many Warhammer audiobooks that like the audiobook people they get are fantastic narrators, but then they love doing accents, and it's like mm. that's mm. the worst. Can you not? Like, yeah. This is actually a really well written book about a spacefaring Mongolian warrior legion. Don't do oh, the no. accents. Like, Ooh. they have a really. The author did a really good job as a white British dude of actually portraying them as humanistic characters that have an interesting culture that's not just one to one Mongolians, but you don't need to do the accent, Mr. Jonathan Keeble. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. So this dude, I couldn't, he wasn't like quite there because you could kind of tell he was trying to steer away from it. But in doing that, he was like almost doing Dracula intonation. And I'm like, bud, we don't, we don't have to. We we don't have to. Like, I love doing silly voices too. I've been doing an audiobook reading of the graveyard book for my students. But like, I, the only accents I do are for the very clearly Russian woman. (laughs) Like, (laughs) hell yeah. That rules. I, I I love doing silly voices too. I mean, have you listened to me lately? That's true. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> have you have you listened to our? I our look for any reason to pull out the squeaky teen voice, like. Oh. <laughs> but it's Mr. Henderson. It happened again. But maybe, Mr. Harris said it happened again. <laughs> but maybe let's not like. I I just kind of want to tell all British audiobook readers like you don't gotta do the accents for the like. African nation style people don't please don't just don't. it's not gonna be good <laughs> just don't just just say they just, have an accent don't. and then just do it and then just do it yeah. just all authors yeah. put that in like their book somewhere of like please don't do this if you do an audiobook version please yeah oh, disclaimer Jesus. disclaimer I am not responsible for any accents that are put in books. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Jess, I, I just had a fucking flash forward to when we read Witches Abroad. Mm-hmm. And the, the, there there is a fucking, um, there's like a swamp witch uh, who definitely, definitely would be given a fucking Princess and the Frog-ass Creole accent. Ooh. And if there's, if there's a fucking white British dude doing that, I swear to God. Well, so the... The last witches book we read, um, <laughs> they they had a woman do it, so I don't know if the witches get uh, a female narrator, perhaps. Okay, um, okay. If it's a white British woman, if it's a white British Louisiana. lady, though, I will say I've I've also heard a lot of audio books with women in them when like the main characters or the the main perspective is from a woman's point of view. But yeah, and also I've heard them do really bad accents too, and it's like God, no, please stop. Uh. Yeah, like um the. Uh, Fucking, you sound like Gambit. What are you doing? <laughs> Literally, yeah. In in Weird Sisters, holy shit! Why did it take me so long to pull that fucking title? Um, <laughs> the woman doing the audiobook, whenever Huel was talking, she you could tell she like pinched her nose to do like a nasally voice for the <laughs> dwarf, and I'm like, <sighs> okay, <sighs> I'm like, all right, <laughs> like okay, dwarfs. Uh, that would nasally. really ruin some of the gravitas of like. Something like the fifth elephant. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh my god, I caught him! <laughs> what? Jesus what are you Christ. saying? 
the fucking the villain's gender speech at the end of that one would be made very stupid. Oh, mm. interesting. Mm, it certainly would be. <laughs> anyway, I'll be interested to hear that. Um, anyway, so Tepic is is falling off this roof, but uh, just in He's time, got some falling to do. It just God, just in time, he saves himself. Um, right, he manages. He like flings himself around and gla- grabs a windowsill. And I love the description of, like, he, like, shoves daggers into the wall um, so fast that gravity doesn't notice what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's there's just, like, bakers, like, fucking around on the street beneath him, just, like, distracting him. And it's like, he can't be seen. Like, right. it would be marks against him if somebody saw him, probably. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it would it would ruin his, his hitman stealth run. Mm-hmm. And also, he'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but Holly, the stealth run, like the percentage, come on. Yeah. The stealth run. The yeah. stealth, Mo, the stealth. <laughs> we we get another flashback to his first day at, at the guild. Um, and I, I love um, all these boys with their big trunks and their huge clothes. Yeah, I love the description of... Um fucking clothes that they were meant to grow in that they are currently sitting inside (laughs) i genuinely love this assassin school and the whole cast of characters from it it's so also also the lot when he's describing his uh his mother as far as he can remember i love the line self-centered as a gyroscope that's extremely fucking good that's extremely good it's really um, good she owned a few gribos she loved some cats that were that were gross and ugly um, and I, I love, I saw this the other day for the first time. I don't know if y'all have seen this before, but there's like, there was like a journal entry from like a young Japanese emperor who got the first cat in Japan, like a, a Dutch oh, yeah. ambassador oh, brought it to him. Tell me it fucking hated everyone but him. It didn't even like him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, I him. but like the emperor loved this cat. He's fascinated by it. He's like, he he sleeps in the sun, and and when he's curled up, he's like a coin, and and you can't see his feet, and and holy shit, um, I, he he loves to stalk the birds and this and that, and like, but like it's so it's written like very poetically, like he's waxing poetic Jess. about this cat. Mm-hmm. Jess, you are going to need to send me whatever this is. I'm gonna need to find it again because like, it's so good. It's that so reminds sweet. me of all yeah. of like the um traditional Japanese and Chinese like. Uh, paintings of cats as just it really is just that yeah. time period's equivalent of Instagram posts of your cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think like somebody somebody had quote tweeted it and they were just like, "This is just what every cat owner sounds like." But like, yeah, in a deriding mm-hmm. way. But I'm like, chill out, dude. Who like, does who does not love a cat? Who does not love a cat? Um, but yeah, so all the all these boys, um, with the, with their giant trunks, there's it's like this one kid who's like um crying. His mom is like drying his tears for him. Arthur, he's he's gonna be fine. I love this like shonen fucking setting that <laughs> Terry Pratchett created. Oh, his his your very clearly Truly. like main cast of characters in this school for assassins. Here's here's Terry's like boarding school fiction like here's another better version of harry potter like yeah jess i just literally like through a google search clicked on that exact tweet that was the tweet that i saw that's there you go yeah um Um, 
I, I also love, like, the description of, like, going going back a little bit, sorry, his the description of his tutors as, like, just whoever happened to be fucking passing by that day. Oh my god, yes. Like, the, like the Ibis poacher, like, he just came the into Ibis, the garden. <laughs> the Ibis poacher who um, unlocked the forbidden section of the library, and the, this motherfucking 11-year-old read Discworld Karma Sutra, mm. and then when his next tutor was like, why don't we try some ancient Greco-Roman wrestling? He's like, hmm, I'm going to beat you up with with a hat stand now. Oh, God. <laughs> I kill you now. It's it's so wild. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I love the sentence, um, Tepic hadn't been educated, education had just settled on him like dandruff. Yep. <laughs> right. Oh, there are plenty of kids like that. Mm. <laughs> Like yeah, you you were in school, but uh. <laughs> like there are you people were who were you hearing? There are people who yes, or, exactly. Or there are people who like school. There are some people who are genuinely like uh, intelligent or wise, and education enhanced that. And there are just some people who are good at school. Right? Yeah. You're just good it's, at school. It's two different yeah. things. Yeah, it's very yeah. very different things. But it's like they are yeah, people easily mistake one for the other quite often. Right. Yeah. We also recall a uh, a conversation that Tepic had with his his uncle Veert, the the assassin, where mm. he's talking about you know the the clothes that you wear as a as an assassin, and you can't have anything that makes noise. Listen, all these kids will say silk, but that stuff swishes. <laughs> you can't you wear your black parachute pants to go kill a guy. You just can't. <laughs> <Nancy> hammer pants. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I don't care that it's hammer time. Shorts, you idiot. <laughs> oh, your cool leather jacket. Guess what? It squeaks. I can hear you a mile away, dummy. Yeah. God. Do we, um, is he dead? Is Uncle Veert dead? Or do we see him I again? I, I don't think we see him again, but I don't think he's ever pronounced dead. Okay. Because, like, I don't know. He's cool. He's that cool he is uncle. cool Uncle Veert. Tells... Cool Uncle Veert, who would go be an assassin. This is just Prowler. <laughs> this is just the Prowler from Into the Spider-Verse, huh? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like, though, that Veert passes on, like, the very vital information to Tepic of, it's not about how many people you inhume, it's about how many people you avoid being inhumed by. Yeah. Exactly. The, the actual good parent. Yes. <laughs> it's true, his, his one real parent. Yeah, but he's he's broken back into the present of the past um, of this flashback uh, by an instructor calling out his name, and he's like, the instructor's like treating him like any other student, which good. Um, and this little shit is just like, uh, I'm a pharaoh, I'm I am a pharaoh, sir. Right. <laughs> and he's like, cool. Here you're a fucking dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, um, I'm from the old kingdom of the sun, and and the teachers oh, like. Do you know how many kingdoms of the sun there are? So many. There's one scorpion house, or wherever you are. There's one viper house, and you're in it. So write me a paper on all the old kingdoms of the sun, and fuck you. I've um, literally used this line on a child. I've literally <laughs> like they've Did gone. You, you said fuck you to a child, Julia. Yeah, I can't wow. this. <laughs> you, you, you you insinuated that there's nothing special about being from the kingdom of sun to a child, basically. <laughs> Cool. So we're all from a place. You don't gotta brag about it. Oh God, it's like again. I kind of wish we we did more 
in this this flashback time because like i something i love is is terry's just constant like the the shitty condescension of academia which like i understand that unseen university is his like place for that in this world like that's where all of that lives but like i also love that it, it exists here at the guild as well um and I'm like, no, show me more, <laughs> please, M- more condescending academics, please. <laughs> also, this is where we like see like he 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 tells like uh, this teacher his name, um, with like the weird fucking silent p at the beginning, um, and he's like, I can't pronounce that. It's just Tepic. Shut up. Tepic, yeah. And the and yeah, the master's like Patepic, and he's like, no, Patepic. And he's like, okay, Tepic. Yeah, I, and I mean, Tepic's like that's it. what I that's that's what I said, but also I know the P is missing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I oh I know he didn't say it right. It's good. I love the fact that like this um this naming convention is being we, we do get Tracy spelled with a fucking P. That Tracy is a very good joke. That's extremely yeah. good. And it's also why people <clears throat> refer to Terry Pratchett as P Terry. Really? Good. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I okay. I, yeah, Good. you know what? That makes sense. Love it. Um, but so, like, he makes his first friend Chitter. Yeah, both Chitter and Chitty feel like things that you shouldn't say. Like, yeah, yeah, yep. mm-hmm. just feels like this. <laughs> well, he kind this of is, is like this. This is like going. Um, oh, what are those tiny little insects that like may have like really annoying bites? Speak very carefully now. Truly, mm. honestly. It's like when people think, uh, when Aussies say bogan, they're like, oh, is that like a slur? No, it's really not. It's really not. Mm. It just means redneck. You can say it. It's fine. It's just, uh, a chitter truly feels like something you shouldn't say. Uh, so <laughs> yes. I, I hated looking at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and somehow Cheese Witch is worse. <laughs> truly. All, the, all these boys, terrible names. Arthur is Arthur is fine. Arthur's fine. Arthur's a normal boy. I love well, him. Well, <laughs> well, per- perfectly normal boy. What are you talking about? <laughs> perfectly normal boy, Arthur. Mm. <laughs> Nothing mm. wrong with that boy. That's just a boy. That's just a boy. Like he's just a little boy. <laughs> just a little boy. Yeah, we we come back to the present. Uh, all the bakers inside this windowsill he's clutched onto are going, Hey, uh, working hard or hardly working. It is literally an oven in here. Why I'm a baker in here. <laughs> hey, I'm baking here. <laughs> hey, bada boo. Um, hey, good fresh out buns coming. I'm going to appear on an episode of Law and Order as a like, witness at some point. <laughs> oh boy, 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um... I I do love this kind of inner monologue that that Tepic has where he's like, hey, 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 okay, we did way worse stuff than this. This is like a three. This is like a three. It's fine. Maybe a three point two. Out of out of what? We never get out of. We never get out of what? (laughs) I have to. I assume I assume ten, but like if it's a five, it's like okay. Yeah, truly. If if it's a five, like yikes. Um. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, he. This is where he shoves the knives into the uh, side of the wall, like, and then like stands up on them, and it's like, okay, I could knock out this glass, except the second I punch, I will fly backwards to my death, mm-hmm. and then I'll fail the exam, <laughs> and also I'll be dead. But more importantly, I'll fail the exam. Yeah, and proms tomorrow. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> 
and then we go back to then we go back to his flashback um and chitter's just like yeah you carry the trunk yourself and tepic's just like that sounds like something a poor person would do (laughs) it's like oh this place sucks (laughs) you guys don't have eunuchs here what the fuck what the fuck and i love the wording on your like chitter goes your people are pretty rich then obviously meaning his family and tepic's like my people Oh, he means my subjects. No, they're poor as shit. <laughs> yeah, they mostly just grow crops and stuff. Grow crops, give us the crops. Um, uh, Winter's like, yeah, my uh, my family's in in commerce, and and Tepic's like, oh, only ever says commerce. Yeah, it it eventually carries the same air as waste disposal. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. ask him. Like, is the implication that he's in the mob? Um, yeah. I mean, th- there is definitely a fucking mob war that goes on. <laughs> like that he mentions offhand so yeah yeah definitely um but i i love um tepic's oh i've never been to commerce but i i hear they're very fine people right Um, these are the the same joke as the fucking thespia but still good absolutely like my mostly because commerce sounds way less like a place that could exist (laughs) truly but like my my other like my favorite guy that terry makes up is is the guy who doesn't admit that he doesn't know something like yeah yeah. Uh, Granny Weatherwax is the best example of that in all of fiction ever. Uh, truly, she is, and that's it's why she's my human beloved, thing. But it's... like, well, yeah, she's so powerful. F- fucking, fucking! I'm literally thinking of the Three Stooges, like culinary school. No, that's for color, obviously. Right. So we take the, God, yes. The proceeds to paint the walls red with tomato paste. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tebik's like, yeah, my my whole. Uh, kingdom is super in debt so i i gotta our debts have debt our debts have debts uh if you want some stand and stone i got those <laughs> I, Ch- Ch- chitter basically goes have you considered selling the pyramids and tepic goes what? what don't be ridiculous what <laughs> have you considered taking the things out of the pyramids mm. sounds fake have, sounds fake <laughs> have you considered decreasing military spending <laughs> what <laughs> What? Well, then how everyone what? how everyone know, know we were good at the military? Then how would everyone know that our ancestors ruled? Like, yeah, it's very but, important. But we're number one. Yeah how how would people know that that Pharaoh Knuff was a kick ass guy <clears throat> if we didn't have a, a stack of rocks that said so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going not not to derail i i have just read like that the like the excerpt in this tweet here mm-hmm. and i'm thinking of the statistics of like outdoor cats on bird populations and the last oh, line yeah. being like by nature it likes to stalk birds how many birds did the first cat in japan drive to extinction do you think mm. i mean hopefully I'd not drive to extinction i don't know yeah but, that's like... a ah. I, like I don't know, but like I, well, what if what if there is a type of bird that only the Japanese imperial family had in their gardens, and that cat cat ate all of them? Oh, yeah, God. I don't know. Hmm. But... <laughs> I, I mean, I, that, I guess that is possible. That is possible. Hold on, not to keep talking about the cat thing. Um, but I, yeah, in like the last paragraph when it's like it can extend its spine and raise its height by at least two suns. Um, I I love that he describes. When when the cat does the back thing, like he's just doing, ooh, and like, big yeah. stretch, ooh big stretch, ooh, he describes ooh big stretch, <laughs> ooh the saboteur, yes, this is fucking 
889 CE Ubig Stretch. Yeah, this, when it's this is the, the, the prototype of Ubig Stretch. This is when it, man's first attempt to capture the emotion of I Ubig just, Stretch. Also, when it stands, its cry expresses profound loneliness, like a black dragon floating above the clouds. Yeah, my black cat is also a very whiny baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're whiny babies. He um, loves to yell. He's so loud. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. I got something. I got something. I got something. Okay. Um, fuck, I forgot the- I, I I got like a five and a seven going. I needed another five, but I forgot the first five. Shit. Oh. I, uh, I, 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 big stretchy by way of haiku was what I was going oh. for, but I, I, I lost it. Like, like grains of fucking sand. <laughs> Work on your big stretchy haiku and uh, get back to us. Um... <laughs> You know who was also a whiny baby is Tepic. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just, just, just to pivot us back. Um, yada yada. Why don't you sell the things in the pyramids? Yada yada. Uh, monuments to the old guard drain the life of a nation. Yada yada. Um, yeah. No, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Phil Emo isn't an important guy, right? Like. No, he's just a bully. He's just an he's asshole. just a guy. No. Archetypal, <laughs> I, archetypal bully, dude. I'm just it's, uh, Terry introduces so many guys, but it's like none of the guys are important because we don't spend any time here. But like, right. okay, that whole scene only exists for like the holding on to your mummy joke, a hundred percent. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yes, very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can think of worse reasons to have a scene. Um, <laughs> we, we've seen it before where he just has a whole scene just to tell one joke. <laughs> yes, he w- he can and will do that. The nested footnotes that, in like, it's a different book, but there's a nested footnote that's like, um, the first thief is said to have stolen fire from the gods and attempted to sell it back to mankind. It didn't work. It was too, the commodity was too hot. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Nested footnote, he really got burned on that deal. (laughs) Thanks, Terry. Fuck off, Terry. Anyway, we're back to the present. Um, he makes his way into the building and is like, okay, okay. He, he like, is about to open up a trap door and then he, like, hears someone, like, getting a piece of paper, like, to stop flapping around. And he's like, oh, no, he's up there. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna not go up there. Instead, I'm gonna go to the door. I'm gonna go out to the ledge the way I came. I'll sneak up to the roof and I'll I'll throw a knife at him. But Marisette's like, okay, <laughs> keep Very going. Well, whenever you're yeah. ready. <laughs> yes? <laughs> While we're young. <laughs> Please, while well, some of us are young. Then we get another flashback. Uh, first night in the dormitory. I do like how, like, we got the description of the, the delightfully comfortable um, Assassin's Guild uh, rooms. In which in Weird Sisters, and that's like, oh no, those are for second year students. First year students get this shit. First year students still live nicer in a than barn. the Fools Guild, though. Still, still nicer than the Fools Guild. That's really not mm-hmm. saying much, though. That's such a low bar. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Chitter is like, ah, um, oh, these beds are so hard, and Tepic is like, I've never known such luxury. <laughs> oh, there's feathers in this. Wow. Whoa, you guys have indoor plumbing, like... <laughs> yeah, exactly! Yeah, this motherfucker doesn't know what a toilet is. So in in comes Arthur, uh, and he has a goat, and a boy starts setting up uh, a ritual. Um, you love to set up a goat, a goat sacrifice in your dorm. Yeah. 
You make lots I of friends. I love that doing everyone this. is just watching this happen. Like, uh huh. Uh-huh, I love it. Uh-huh. Uh, fuck, he's a religious kid. Damn it. <laughs> he immediately he gets he immediately gets bullied for loving Jesus too much. <laughs> for, for loving the the great God Orm. Um, he and his mom are the only two practitioners left, and when Orm does not kill the shit out of him, he's like, maybe this is mm, 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 maybe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Worrying. It's like weird pastoral Wiccan Catholicism. Like, (laughs) yeah, they're they're borderline a cult because it's like a religion that no longer exists except to them. This is also where we meet uh, Cheese Right, who's Cheese Right, a Cheese Right, aggressive atheist kid, (laughs) Dudley Cheese Right over here, Dudley Cheese Right. Professional atheist, um, who, <laughs> I, I'm glad he's dead now. <laughs> it's good that he died. It's good that he died. Damn, um, damn, hate to see a kid die, but if it was gonna happen. Fuck them kids. Happen. I mean, to, 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 to be fair, he dies when he's like 18 and taking the final exam. Mm-hmm. Chitter beats the shit out of him. Yeah. Be respectful to other people's beliefs and culture. Or I will kill or I, you. Or I will just beat your face in. Remember, remember, kids, believe in magic or I will kill you. <laughs> God, truly. But, um, so so Tepic has a, a nice conversation with Arthur. Um, Can you tell your goddad to make sure my god isn't mad at me? He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try. I, I really love this conversation between Arthur and... Epic. It's, it's very, very adorable. It's it's very nice. Yeah, because he's like, what kind of god is your dad? I'll tell my uh, dad to tell tell your god not to murder you. I promise. My <laughs> god can see me everywhere and do and everything I do. Uh, my dad can. My dad's got cataracts. Uh, yeah, he, he can't hear you if you're on the other side of the room. <laughs> yeah, you have to speak up. Extremely good. It's, it's very fun. But yeah, so I, I'm just like going. I I I was distracted by all that fucking. Glad that the child is dead. Talk. Um, <laughs> Listen, he's I'm, he's. I'm trying to catch. We don't get much characterization of cheese, right? But he's he's a piece of shit. It's fine. <laughs> piece of fucking shit. He's 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 a piece of shit kid. What are you gonna do? Um, yeah. yeah, he's he's profound. Uh, Tepping is profoundly uncomfortable in this strange city with all of its this fucking rain bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I sorry. My my notes say um Tepic's god is is his father. Neat. God is just an absentee father. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. Um, the school like has to have a talk with all these boys of like, okay, you can't fight about religion. You can't do this. Right. Every, everybody, shut up. Because yeah. there's a series of incidents where everyone is fighting about religion after this. <laughs> It's good. <laughs> I, it's I love that real. several holy wars break out. <laughs> yeah. It's very real. It's, it's just God. <laughs> just got to sit down some kids and be like, listen, like, I Religion's get it. Good. This is weird to you that they have this thing, but like, just accept it. If it's not hurting yeah. you, and they're not a, a shit to you, then don't be a shit to them. <laughs> Please, children, Maybe. learn empathy. Yeah, but I lo- I love how it's like, like that that it would be like um uh, oh man, 
different 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 religions huh except it's like the falling night in the dormitory one of the boys from further along the coast shyly tried to put the boy into the next bed into a wicker wick- he tried to do a <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. wicker man oh he yeah. tried to wicker man yeah. <laughs> who amongst us is g- <laughs> yeah who amongst us all right is i'm gonna not. paint myself green who wants to put their entrails on my bed god god you love it you love to see it yeah. you love to see it just imagining some kid like feeding another kid crackers is like it's supposedly as a favor. It's like, ha ha, you ate the body of my god. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that just just one kid like forcibly converting people <laughs> as a joke, as a bit, as a bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a joke. It's just a prank, bro. Just a prank. You're going. You're going to my heaven now. But it's just a prank. <laughs> just as a gag. We we go back to um, uh, Tepic. Yeah, it's like, this is a nice, easy climb. And he's like, that thing's mm, a know, one let me check eight. something real quick. <laughs> and he, he, like, hurls his grappling hook up, gives it a tug, and just a piece of masonry comes falling down. Right. Yeah, this is when Uncle Vris' like, whole speech about hey make sure you don't die like that's the biggest part about being an assassin really comes to fruition mm. right maybe maybe you won't pass the exam but don't die during the exam because that's just lame <laughs> getting god is cringe <laughs> really For, getting god is is cringe <laughs> he like tries to climb up a drain pipe after the Wait a minute, just a second. Yeah, of course it's full of fucking poison. Yeah, it's, covered, a, the, it's covered in poison that makes you explode. This this, this <laughs> ever put put needles with, with juice that makes you explode on them. Okay. <laughs> Cell exploding juice. Ooh, ah, my cells. Mmm, <laughs> that's good cell exploding juice. <laughs> I admire Terry for bring for for his candor. I do gotta say Bursting is bursting ruins a piece for me. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and that's all we're going to say about that, right? Oh, now. great. <laughs> is that all we're going to say about that? <laughs> I don't think you get to decide that, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that all we're going to say about uh, uh, bloat? Yeah. Hmm. Listen, I posted these pictures earlier as jokes. Mm, yeah, I'm done. Listen, I'm <laughs> I'm. I, I will simply swell to the point that I explode as a bit. Like <laughs> <laughs> We we briefly cut back to uh, a scene where they're in a class with, with Marisette. Um and I love just kinda like this rambling, like he's in the lecture and then he'll just like turn around and like pick on a student, um and then just like go back. Like Very good. <laughs> and so he he Pulls cheese right up in front of the class, and he's like, "What's this kid's fucking problem, huh? Who knows?" Um, get, get up here, cheese wheel. Get up here, fucking cheese wheel. Um, and uh, yeah, Tepic's like, everyone's having like a good laugh at him. Um, right, and he's like, uh, everyone's oh, relieved. Everyone's wedge. relieved that it's not them because they know he always fucks with one student. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, since you find this so funny, Tepic, why don't you tell us what's uh, what's so funny with, with uh, Cheese Wedge here? Um, right. <laughs> tell, give the class the answer to his yeah. mistake. Um, and, and yeah, Tepic is able to say, oh, well, you know, he's he's ill-prepared and, and overconfident and like... Yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> Amaris, that's like, yeah, you right. 
Um, Especially about overconfidence, you old fucking punk, you old smartass. <laughs> Marisette's just like, regrettably, I see nothing wrong with your answer. Mm-hmm. Good job. <laughs> yeah, so like, I, I, I like that. I, I, I said it already, but like, I, I wish we did more of this because I find his boarding school antics very fun. Uh, Tepic finally gets to like the building he's supposed to be at. Um, we finally got to the assassination factory. Finally gets to the assassin factory, and uh, he he solves uh, Mariset's window puzzle uh, and his wire puzzle. <laughs> this is just, this is just like an extraordinarily high stakes. Like this is like Saw the Adventure Game yeah, this, by Lucas. We're in a heist movie. No, now. by C- who? Who am I saying? This is by Sierra. <laughs> this is Mariset's Mario Maker level. Like, <laughs> yes. Can you find my hidden block? If not, it's death for you. Oh, there's a mu- there should be a mushroom in there. Oh, it's a poison one. Thanks. Cool. Oh, thanks. Oh, cool. I'm dead. Great. And booze, and booze, and booze, and booze, and booze. <laughs> I like the bit with, like, the clay on the stick that he just runs across the floor and picks up a bunch of caltrops, and he's like, oh, I better put on my... Like if I had tried the usual magnet trip, I'd be de- trick, I'd be dead right now. Uh, yeah, that's that's very fun. So, like, I like all this stuff where, like, it's clear that Tepic's, like, very clever, that, like, he's mm-hmm. he's gotten all these good he's pretty problem confident. solving. Yeah, he's, like, like he's... he's Competent in all the things that uh, Assassin School says you should be competent in. Yeah, um, he's into it. He likes it. He likes it. It's fun. It's cool. Um, I like uh, the big, like overshoes that you have that they're called priests because they'll save your souls. This is an assassin mm-hmm. joke. Very funny. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this is an assassin joke. Yeah, it says a lot I... that the assassins are a lot better at human than the fools killed. Truly. Oh, these these MFers got some jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we doing jokes now? Oh, oh, awesome. jokes. You say? Um, and he's like, I sure don't want to. I sure don't want to step on one of those because it'll it'll have juice on it. It'll make me explode. Oh, but like Marisette's not supposed to kill me. But like, what if he? What if he did? Right. Well, because the the only rule is he can't kill. He can't just murder you. He has to let you walk into something that kills you. Yeah. Yeah. So he could he could do whatever as long as he doesn't just stab you, basically. Yeah, but but if you stab yourself on juice that makes you explode, then I'm not I'm not going to stab you. I'm just going to swing a knife, and if you happen to come <laughs> in contact with it, and it's your own fault. Yeah, God. So he 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 gets in the room, and Mara sits there, and he's like, "All right, do it. You won't." Yeah. All right. If you're so, if you're so tough and cool, then murder this guy. <laughs> Good job getting here. Now do a murder. Think you're hot shit. Murder this guy with your bare hands. Oh, <laughs> uh, you think you can kill a man? Prove God. it. <laughs> Prove it. Yeah. Um, Tepic is now. Now that he is confronted with, oh shit. Yeah. And, oh no, I gotta kill a guy. Yeah. This is the tragic part that what comes in of like he's a, he's an assassin that doesn't want to murder people, even though he's very, but he likes being an assassin. It's like, oh no. <laughs> I I never thought they'd make me kill a guy when I went to kill a guy school. <laughs> but like, like that is fun because yeah, I I wouldn't necessarily expect the um protagonist of a Discworld book to be Terry going wow cool assassin. I'm like, yeah, that that doesn't track. And yet, cool assassin. Yeah, and yet, yet. 
Well, I mean, not yet, because, like, he doesn't stay here, you know? Yeah. Um, so, he he has, like, a crisis <laughs> of faith. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's where like, are you, Dad? <laughs> God, Dad, <laughs> God, Dad, please help me. <laughs> Is this where he decides that he's not going to do a murder? Yeah, yeah. Where he's like, yeah. what What if it's a dummy under there? But what if it's a guy? But what if it's, like, somebody who didn't pass and I'm he, about to kill them? Oh, what my what God, what if it was me under there? Oh, my God. <laughs> I do love, what if it, What if I'm under the sheet? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what if I can't do this and then they put me under the blanket? Oh, no. Yeah. Um, and so he he decides he'll just shoot super wide, but right. it, it, it he's like he's like oh well at least I'll be cool when I fail. <laughs> but it, it <laughs> ricochets all over the room and just hits the blanket anyway. <laughs> right, and I I do love um... fucking showboating. I'm gonna dock points for that. You do pass though. You did right. pass, but I took five points off because you pissed me off. These mo- these flashy modern techniques. That you kids these days use. I don't approve Wait, of. you learn this from a TikTok? <laughs> God, assassins just be making these TikToks. TikTok made me kill a guy. <laughs> TikTok made me do it. Goes to assassin school. Yeah. One thing God. leads to another. Yeah. Man, I can't believe Fortnite ripped off all those TikTok assassinations. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I just did it for the vine. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> I was just doing oh, it for the vine. Christ. But so, like, he meets, like, it, it's it's three in the fucking morning. Um, he walks in a daze and meets um, Chitter, and he's oh, like, we oh, get, hey, I passed. We get one more flashback oh. to uh, oh, right. the class on political expediency. Um, right. With, with the one lady assassin <sighs> um, who has a bunch of poison rings. You love to see it. You do love to see and, it. And she's talking about the, the foundation of the guild. You do love to see a girl boss winning. They, she truly is a girl boss who has won. Yeah. Um, and I I love the line um, that basically the, the guild exists for like the economic stability of the city. Uh, because where disharmony rules, commerce flags. Um, right. That's, that's very fun. The boys are, are talking later and they're like, oh, I know what terminate with extreme prejudice means. It means when you kill a guy with an axe. When you blow God up damn it, cells, no, you really. dumbass. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's, what, it's, it's when you kill a guy and also his whole family and everyone he's ever talked to. <laughs> yeah. That's like when everyone in my year learnt what, like, the word homogenous in science. And it was like, hey, you're homogenous. It's like, uh, okay. Damn. Uh, okay. Got him. Got him. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And so, yeah, this is also where... Uh, Chitter implies that uh, his his family is an organized crime, and he's like, "Oh yeah, right. one time like my dad and and fifteen guys uh, totally killed some dudes." <laughs> right, and this is really this is why splash, he's splash splash chop chop. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is why he's like so easygoing about all of the murder stuff. It's because he's just like, "Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> I've just grown up around it." Yeah. He's like, and that's and that's why my dad told me I I had to go to the murder school. You can't appease that's everyone. Fine. I wonder so how his dad's gonna... gonna react when he learns that you cannot do it like for free, like as a family thing. Mm. When you're here, your family. <laughs> when you murder your family. <laughs> no, please do not murder your family. Don't don't murder your family. 
Unless you're here. Wait. In which case. What? But, <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, uh, Arthur shows up, and then Cheese Wheel doesn't show up. Rip Cheese Wheel. <laughs> Cheese right, yes. <laughs> Let's go get drunk as fuck. Che- Cheese Wheel died on the way to his diploma. Um. <laughs> literally. Like, literally, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah. like, as well, the idea that Arthur, like, came in on a scholarship because his dad was just, like, an awesome assassin. His dad's a super assassin. Yeah. He's and a legacy. He's a legacy. He got, you know, a scholarship, so now he's going to stay here and do postgraduate work with Poison. Right. They also, it's all yeah, because they also do point out he's very, extremely good at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so small, you can just fit anywhere. God. You could, he could be anywhere. <laughs> You're going to stab him in the heart from the inside. You're going to fantastic voyage that shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do love, before the other guys show up, when uh, Tepic's sitting there... Um, and and he feels like his life came to an end, and he hadn't dared to think that there was going to be a next, so he hadn't thought about what happened next. Um, and and just huge, huge post graduation moods. Ooh, wow, woof, wow. Yeah, <laughs> love to see all that. <laughs> <laughs> and like, are assassins students supposed to like kill each other? Is that like a thing? Is that was that an implication and uh... in, in former times? No. Okay. As far as I... It was the implication uh, with the Fool's Guild that, like, you heard less and less, like, joyous voices in the playground mm. in the Assassin's Guild, but that's more just... I think the idea is that the teachers start... Like, or, like... like it's part like, of okay. the test. Like Mara said, it's, they're not being yeah. killed by the teachers, they're just being killed by their own incompetence. That's the loophole. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna kill you, I'm just gonna put a scorpion in your shoe, so if you fail to check, it's your fault. It's right. your own fault. Um, yeah, cause I don't know why, I, I thought I remembered something from, from Weird Sisters where, like, your advancement in the course depended upon eliminating your competition. Like, I don't know why I, I thought I read that, maybe I made that up. So, like, earlier Curric- when- Curriculum when... could have changed. Curriculum uh, could have changed. Yeah, true. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps it, it changes by the time Weird Sisters comes around. Because, like, yeah, when, when Tepic is talking earlier about, like, oh, you, you, you and Chitty used to climb these buildings all the time, I'm like, is he dead? I'm like, did your friend? Did, right. What happened to your friend? Yeah, I also saw that. I was like, are did all your friends die? We used to, we used to climb these buildings all the time. We still do, but we used to too. <laughs> Fucking Mitch Hedberg shit here. Used to climb these buildings for miles. Um, yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I just I I thought that these kids were dead the whole time, and then it turns out that they weren't, and it was fine. We we get we we find out why he was like having weird headaches the whole day. It's because he drank some of Mort's family's wine, mm. um, the shit that makes you hung under. <laughs> it's so they they go out to uh, get some some sushi essentially so squishy. squishy the the as, as fanciest the the fanciest food they can afford and it might kill you also yeah yeah um, get it because we're assassins get it. <laughs> <laughs> This reminds me of maybe the most private school thing, like uh, my my school ever did, and now I'm just like, oh, hang on, uh, this is a rich school. Like, it was always the last day of actual like school we had as like twelfth uh, grade seniors, uh-huh. and uh-huh. most people in the grade were like eighteen, so it was legal here in Australia that you could just go out drinking. So. Right. 
sometimes some teachers would join in on this, and this really also indicates the, the alcoholic state of Australia as a whole nation. Yes. Um, there would just be a champagne breakfast. Oh. Oh my god. You could, like, people would just go get mimosas in the morning on the Damn. last day of school. And the trick was, it wasn't just at the school. It, of course not. You can't do that. That's, that's not okay. Uh, that would be it crazy. It wasn't nearby the school. Some, some <laughs> people did it in the park across from the school as like a picnic. Oh. Some, the majority of them, though, went to a specific place across the Harbour Bridge, drank, and then walked it off, walking back into the city where the school was across the Harbour Bridge. Oh, uh-huh. oh Christ. Oh, wow. In school uniform as well. So, like, what? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's so good. It's some real, like, only, only fucking Commonwealth private school people would ever fucking do this. Jesus Christ. (laughs) God. Because, like, in our, well, my high school, at least, they had, like, the after prom, like, breakfast thing, which was specifically so you wouldn't Mm -hmm. go drink. (laughs) (laughs) And that was, like, like, they would, you'd be, like, off the day after prom, but, like, you had to go to the breakfast to get, like, permission yeah, because oh. they had like a list of all the students, and they'd be like, "All right, you have to go to the breakfast, so we know you're not fucking like dead or drinking." <laughs> you you underestimate the resilience of an eighteen year old. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's both. like when our senior prom, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna be checking you, uh, you know, people's like bottles and stuff for alcohol." And it's like, "Okay, I'm gonna bring two water bottles, one with water, one with vodka. I'll give them the one with water to check first, and then." They- and then they never check the second one. I was like, cool, I brought vodka into my prom. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. foolish bastards. You foolish, foolish bastards. I also love, um, not to jump back a couple pages, but the uh, little monologue we get from the guy who's like, uh, we don't murder, um, we don't execute. Uh, we just have fun. We never torture. We, do- <laughs> we don't do torture. It's, it's for money. If you see anybody killing not for money, that guy's gross. Um, right. That's it's the only pure motive to do murder. <laughs> you, I love. I love the fucking. If you see someone who is killing for a cause, you will look into the eyes of a lunatic. <laughs> right. And it's he. He does the. Uh, you rub your fingers together. Um, oh, the finger yeah. thing means taxes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also do like the fact that it's not even for a lot of money because a lot of their money goes towards their fucking fun for widows and orphans. <laughs> right, because of all the widows and orphans they create. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I thought, I thought the, I thought it's just like, oh no, you're for, you're, you're fucking passing the exam one. That's just that one goes to the widows and orphans. Fund. Oh, that, sure. I like right. the kind of implication that that's just like a symbolic check that you <laughs> have yeah. to have. Um, yeah. <laughs> like you, you do, That's that's. We're just passing around the same $20 bill to the students to take the test. (laughs) This will go into the sponsor of Future Assassins, who are fueled by revenge and would like to take... But then they realize, oh shit, I can't take vengeance. Unless it's for money. Right. True. As long as you get paid for it, it's fine. It's a public service, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so they they go, they have the the sushi. Uh, I just love the sentence, fish and chips for men. Um, Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Very fun, and yeah. Then we then then after like their expensive, dangerous feast, we do. Um, we we cut back to the it's the present. Um, but we are back with Kim King Tepes Tepes Simon or whatever the fuck. I, I've just been calling him the Pharaoh. <laughs> yeah, 
He won't um, be important for much longer, so it's fine. That's true. <laughs> yeah. He's just, like, gazing out over the sunrise, um, watches some cranes fly, um, and then he's like, you know what? Fuck this. Seagull time. (laughs) Well, because he he has a moment where he thinks the sun isn't rising. But it was just behind a cloud. And he has the realization of, like, you know what? I don't actually, I wouldn't be able to explain to people how to make the sun rise if it didn't rise. Like, I got nothing. Right. What happens when they all show up at my door with with the torches and the pitchforks and they want to know why the sun didn't rise? And we're in, we're in I, eternal night and ice is taking over our land. <laughs> and and I just have to stand there and say, I don't know. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what do I do? I'm sorry. So um, I just work here. I just, it's my first day. <laughs> it's my first day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's my first day. Uh, uh, Let me get my manager. Early in the scene, I like the part where, like, he he wakes up and, like, he's plagued by the sound of the sea in his head. Like... Yeah. I... Because it's... And that's where he saw a seagull, is the one time he saw the ocean. Yeah, and that's... He remembered that forever. Fucking Tepa Simon is... if he, He's just Marin from, um... Legend, the Zelda fucking, um... Cry, um, Link's Awakening. Yes. He's just, he wants to be a seagull so bad, and you know what? Maybe he does do it when he dies, just like Marin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, fuck wish. seagulls. God damn Fucking. Yeah. Tried to steal a breakfast burrito out of my goddamn hand. I time. remember that, yeah. yeah. We've talked about Bastard that on this show. God. I know, and it, I, I'm still mad and about to it. To this day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to this day. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, you know Gosh. who's better? Pigeons. Is this, is this seagull bothering you, Queen? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. God. Pigeons are so much cooler. Like the pigeons right now who are like basically doing a courtship dance on my balcony in front of me right this second. Aww. They've been doing it for the past oh, three days. No, okay, you say it rules, and um, this is not a complaint, but um, I've I've been party, I've been witness to honestly too much pigeon fucking lately. Yeah. No. <laughs> the, the funniest thing is hearing them in the morning. <laughs> it's very funny. I'm sure it's very graceful and dignified. Ooh, yeah, absolutely. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are you you know for a second I didn't know if you were like making pigeon sounds or if you were like holding your microphone up to your window. <laughs> oh no, I can make pigeon sounds. I just yeah. Hell yeah. It's fun. Talented. I've I've terrified the, the students doing that sometimes without warning them. <laughs> <laughs> to just see that teacher make a pi- sound like a pigeon suddenly it's very funny <laughs> so yeah he he jumps off the roof essentially believing that he is a a seagull um and is very promptly embarrassed by it <laughs> yes, yes, as, yes. So, as soon as he does it he the fucking sun comes out from behind a cloud and he's like ah oh, dang ah fuck oh um, dip <laughs> Maybe I maybe I acted a little hastily there. Perhaps I asked, acted. Ah, uh... oh, is my face red <laughs> from the blood? From blood. Oh no! Um, the, his... Oh shit! Do I look like damn. that? Fuck! Oh, his fair his fairest blood's all outside of him. <laughs> that's the one thing you're not supposed to do, my guy. That's the one thing you can't do with the pharaoh blood. And that's where we end the reading. Uh, the pharaoh is dead. Yeah. Yeah. You love to see it, but also I mean. I mean, I I pity to see it because he is a dilp. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> I can't. 
cannot resist the urge to pity him. Oh, I must, I must pity him. Um, cause there's, I, I hesitate to like draw this comparison, but there is something in this that feels like dealing with a parent who struggles with dementia. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's a, cause like, I know like Terry had Alzheimer's, correct? Yes. Yeah, I don't think it was like I'm not I'm not sure if he knew about it in when this book no, was No, he but... found out very late. Okay. Yeah, but like there yeah. there is cuz there's a genetic component to to Alzheimer's. So like I'm curious if he ever had to deal with this like like in right. his own family. Um, well, the thing like, is again, he he had a very rare type though that like I'm not he didn't even know existed beforehand. Yeah, I I did like a little bit of research. I didn't want to do too much because um, I mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like sitting and and reading about Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it's I don't so there was there was something in that where I was like, huh, like I, I don't know. I I thought about it, um, but it's because yeah, it, it rings true in such a way that I I I wondered if it it was something that he had dealt with. Um, I don't know. Not, not to bring us down. Reading. Like, yeah. No, that's interesting. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah. This, especially like the the discussion about like the the sea in your head kind of thing. That's such a specific mm-hmm. instance of of something that you know someone who is like, losing not their just, mind could say to you. He, he's not just like remembering something; he's living that memory very specifically in like yeah. very intensely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know the brain is weird. Brains are weird. Brains are weird. Fucked up. Brains are weird. Cancel brains, really. (laughs) I'm done done with brain, honestly. No more brain. (laughs) Done with brain. Wow, I'm following now. Didn't know brains acted that way. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, God. God. I I followed for their thinking about boobs. I I didn't realize (laughs) that they caused depression. Didn't didn't realize they could make me want to unalive. Wow. Mm. Uh, Gosh. Damn, brains Um, got hands. (laughs) <laughs> brains do got hands um well yeah it's kind of in a way yeah how y- how y'all feeling about this reading i like it it's good i, I mean i like I it think i like it a lot like it's definitely slower like the pacing is not as flowing as the other stuff that we've read so far but like i don't think that's bad i think it's just establishing like because this is all like setting in characters that we've never really interacted with as much before yeah. so you know there's work to be done to like establish everything and i think it's like interesting and i think it's cool so yeah this is definitely reading i was like i want to i probably will keep reading like straight after this more not just for the sake of the podcast but because i was like oh man i i want to see what happens next yeah yeah i'm excited for the political theater ah uh, yes the theater <laughs> I love political theater. <laughs> that was way too good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I can do an okay Homer sometimes. <laughs> no, listen, I get it. it I'm just impressed. <laughs> I'm still thinking of like when the uh, fucking extra credits audio entropy stream where like I joined the chat and when I did a Mr. Krabs voice and like Luke and everyone else in the chat is like, Jesus fucking Christ, Holly. Why did you never tell us you could do a Mr. Krabs voice <laughs> like that? You are a good voice actress. Uh, yes, certainly. Aww. 
Um, but hey, Mark, do we have any emails? Oh, good question. Do, have we gotten any emails in the two months that it has been since we recorded anything? Let me check right now. I, I totally wasn't even thinking about it. SpongeBob, me Bob. I'm going to lose on Katermine. I'm going to die. Uh, okay, we do have an Katermine. Okay, so we've got an email from Meryl here. Um, who writes? Three Weird Sisters. Grats on finishing Weird Sisters. This is the first time I was reading a totally new to me Discworld book along with you guys, and it was great. You talked a bit about how Terry was in his very mad writing mode at some parts, uh, <laughs> talking about water, waters of anger, dams, turbines of revenge, etc., etc. Uh, and that's entirely true. His collection of nonfiction essays has a foreword by Neil Gaiman talking about a time from their book tour for Good Omens when they were late to a radio show appearance in San Fran because they decided to foolishly walk instead of taking a cab. And ended oh, up being God. very late. Terry said yep. something to Neil along the lines of, don't tell me to calm down. This is the anger that wrote Good Omens. So yeah, <laughs> he's just an extremely righteously angry dude. Hell yeah. Thank you. That's that very rules. interesting, actually. Terry Pratchett is awesome at channeling his anger. And it's <laughs> always fantastic to read. Uh, I love to hear, don't tell me to calm down. Uh, it's yes. also very funny when, when you know what Terry Pratchett sounds like. Because he sounds so... Like I have watched an interview with him. He is He sounds like so a British chipmunk. Like <laughs> Like Yeah. God. Wait, you see, um think about Monsters Regiment. Yes. <laughs> yes. <God. laughs> he he uh, sounds like a British modeling like uh, model train YouTuber giving you tutorials hmm. sped up by one point five times speed. Crying. <laughs> So like literally the the YouTube like the YouTube channel Techmoan except if you like pitched it up yeah just right. very slightly <laughs> like yeah okay yes I get that vibe when you say it like that <laughs> yeah. no that's good to know though and also also I'm glad that you enjoyed uh, reading along with us Meryl yeah, yeah thank you very much I think it's incre- incredible that like that, like. You somehow had avoided weird sisters in like your Discworld read. This seems like one that people should do. Listen, sometimes you don't. I am. I am thinking about how very funny it is that like like everyone online will like give you a reading order or something, and we have proven that like you know aside from like a couple of road bumps at the start, you can just read them in order. It's fine. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's fine. Clearly, it's working. Yeah, I like. I don't know. It's interesting because, like, I feel like you could skip to, like, uh, Weird Sisters or whatever, and that's, like, more refined. Like, there's definitely a jump in quality there, but also, like, the first ones aren't bad. They're fine. No, it's, it, it's kind of the thing of there's nothing wrong with the scenic route. It's just longer. And yeah. you see you more. Just... And sometimes everything you see isn't great, but you do just see more. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I'm li- I'm liking the reading so far. I'm definitely looking forward to it and also like it does feel like a progression still like it's not like yeah it doesn't feel like a plateau from weird sisters <laughs> like i you know kind of expected because like that felt like a big step up and i was like oh, okay this like this is the level this is the baseline for like the other books going forward but like i still feel like this is an improvement already yeah definitely i because yeah it doesn't feel like a, a plateauing because like in in those first pages uh I think he does establish very well, like, okay, we're going to the fringes now. Where he's like, okay, I'm going to do right. something else. We're going to try something. Um, you want to come with me? Like, right. kind of... It's it's more of, like, a risk than, like, 
just writing what's already been what, what's already worked yeah like yeah, more definitely. wizard stuff you know yeah because it's this this book feels like it's it's taking a risk um which you know i hope pays off um I hope, Probably man, I hope I hope he gets to write like yeah. 20 more books. I hope he gets to write some more books. Um, I have some good news. He writes like 30 more is the thing. I know, but oh, like, there's, when, when a risk doesn't pay off, you know, that doesn't mean like didn't get to write more books, but it no. means like, you know, it means the cops come and get you. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, it means I, I'm, I'm thinking about like, um, since it's uh, September 11th, I'm thinking about the They Might Be Giants album, uh, Mink Car. Like, sometimes you the, make... The not very good They Might Be Giants album, Mink Sometimes Car. you make Mink Car. Um... <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you make Mink Car. So for all I know, pyramids could have been Mink Car. Like, you know. Yeah, listen, so- sometimes you make an album that may as well just be Bang, Cyclops Rock, um, Man It's So Loud in Here, um, and then the rest. Mink Car is a good is song. Good. I like the title track. I like Mink Car. Um, anyway, this... this remi- go ahead. So you go, Jess. You finish, Jess. You finish, Jess. I, I was gonna pivot us away, but... I, I was go gonna ahead. say, like, speaking of this, it does kind of remind me of, especially, um, the fact that it's this is also a story about assassins, uh with the film gross point blank and if you haven't seen it it is an amazingly funny fantastic movie about like class divides and assassinations as a very Mm. dark comedy with john cusack okay but it and it's a very unique movie in my opinion because the writer of it it was his first ever screenplay and he died after it was made wow not like not like straight after but like he before just he wrote never got else. to yeah before he got to continue on with anything else and in that similar vein and it is very funny like talking about opportunities and it's like i i really am glad pratchett got so many opportunities to write because yeah. otherwise it would just be like gross point blank where i'm just kind of stuck obsessing about this one movie by this one guy and be like man man yeah. <laughs> Who were you? What, yeah. what kind of career could you have had? Yeah. Right. right. It's, it's tragic because you're like, damn, we'll never get to know what cool things they thought of that I would have liked to see. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that way, especially about like um, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Because mm-hmm. um, like oh. he he was like an, an, an older actor. But by older, I mean, you know, what was he? Yeah. Relative like to Hollywood. He was like 40. He was like 40. Like 45, but like, maybe. But like he... He, I feel like he was so early in his career. Like, yeah, sure. Especially a big stardom career, like the Hollywood career. Exactly. Like he, he was just like, like Marvel was a, a foot in the door to make him a household name. Like he could have done so much. Mm-hmm. Um, like he, he could have been, you know, and, and so I'm, there, I'm, there I'm, are some I'm, actors where it's very sad. And I feel this way about both Chadwick Boseman and like uh, Michael K. Williams. You, I, you look forward to when they're older and they play older roles if they continue yeah. on with acting. Right, like, yeah. Like, for example, I can't wait to see Dev Patel as, like, an actor in his 60s. Oh like, my that... god, yeah. <laughs> like, there are some actors Old you Dev think Patel's will... gonna be so good. Like, yeah, like, I can't wait for some actors to reach their DeVito stage, like, or their uh, <laughs> oh, Danny Glover yeah. stage. DeVito mode. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> and going to feed him. <laughs> Trust. It just makes me very grateful that um, we did get to see our life in Terry Pratchett. And it's always heartening to hear people mention, like, how surprised they are that his books don't hit, like, a stopping point in quality. Or at least right. in types of quality. In, in a way, he just kept going up, but, like, he would also, like, just do do stuff. Like, he was just doing different stuff all the time um, and trying different things. And it's... Because, yeah, like, the, the beginning of this book, with, with all these, these flashbacks and flash-forwards, like, he hasn't done anything like that. Um, and so I'm like, great, let's let's do some stuff, you know? And so I'm, I'm excited for him to, to do stuff. Yeah. It's, love to it's do good. stuff. Love to love to do stuff. Anyway, Meryl, thank you for writing in. Um, yes. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, we also, uh, because Twitter just didn't tell me that we had DMs uh, for a oh, while. Wow. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Because it, it didn't even like... tell me, like, message requests. It just didn't. Wow. Oh, like, man. Well, we're very it, sorry it, if we didn't get to you then. Uh, well, no, because we're, we're going to answer some, some questions from Jasmine. Um, right. Hell yeah. Uh, which actually are are from from the end of Weird Sisters, so it's not that bad. Um, okay, good. So, so friend of the show, not that bad in a strictly recording time sense. Yes, um, not uh, not that bad. Uh, friend of the show, Jasmine at Pidmon on Twitter. Uh, she asks, um, "How did you feel the book Weird Sisters uh, handled remixing storytelling tropes and Shakespeare over the course of its plot?" I mean, I had a lot of fun <laughs> reading it, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. I felt a lot of it... There's a good amount of cheekiness that comes from Pratchett appreciating Shakespeare. Like... Right. It's it's kind of like... It's fond. It's like tongue-in-cheek. Like, yes, this is very silly, but also it's kind of cool. Yeah. And yeah. most of, like, the only... Not even bobs like, he makes about it. More just, like prods at the silliness is more about the state of like theater acting but also the charm of theater acting that you can't get elsewhere i i because i think specifically about like the the wood collector like sequence Mm. um (laughs) very good we're like it's because there's there's like the straight played like um beginning of of beauty and the beast when the old crone comes and and like tricks you turns out i was i was a magical woman all the time and you didn't help me bastard um type thing and also the also the apple seller bit also the apple seller bit exactly um fucking apple seller bit so i i just i that was always really fun um where like he he played with these those kinds of like um like the archetypes in in those kinds of stories um yeah and like really let the characters like bleed into that because yeah that's all all three of the witches took it different ways did it different ways um and also like the the play within a play bits that you know shakespeare features a lot and then terry does (laughs) like with the weird sisters is very good yeah yeah all 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 his shakespeare stuff was was spot on in there yeah Um, i i i just really like the idea of like play within a play but it's about the the characters just being the worst fucking audience ever and just making everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like guys why are you why are you like doing a scene during this play like we're trying to listen can you can you not can can you not 
Gosh. Very good. Can you please fucking not? <laughs> I feel like the most tiresome of any parody or satire or like um, remixing of themes or well-established tropes is when you get a sense of exhaustion from the person like doing <laughs> yeah. the parodying. Like, like, mm-hmm. the, like someone trying to be like, oh, aren't you guys also sick of this? It's like, no, like usually not actually as yeah. way more fun when the person doing the satirizing is more like man this is just silly but we kind of love it don't we yeah yeah because like because i feel like that's just like it's self-selecting kind of because like if people want to read what you're writing what you have to say about a genre or whatever then like or a medium then like they probably like it and they probably like the tropes exactly yeah. so I, I i liked what he did yeah. with it i appreciated it and i thought it was yeah fun. it's really good Definitely. Um, she also asks, uh, would you consider the land's bad vibes and Felmet's paranoia about the trees a good take on when the forest moves part of Macbeth? And like... Mm. What? Uh, so like... <laughs> like the land's bad vibes and the way that Felmet right. hates the trees, like um, in in Macbeth, there's, you know, the Macbeth won't meet his, his end until the forest moves is, is the way that that... Right. that goes um and like i it's one of those things that i wish he did more with it and like we yeah. we see it mm-hmm. sorry mark Go ahead. no no i'm just agreeing with you okay um uh we see it like in the end when when lady felmet runs off into the woods and like all the trees mm-hmm. move around her and and guide her into the the field full of animals um so like they don't do it for the duke but they do it for for lady felmet and and I did really like that payoff. I thought that was really fun. Um, yeah. Like, cause I, I like that as like a take on it that like, you know, when granny is like, Oh, the fucking, the, the country just fucking despises him and like is rejecting him. And like, I think that's a really interesting way to sort of, rework that into something that fits more in a fantasy setting without it being like without it being like cheesy like oh obviously the tre- like the trees are all ants and they're you know pissed <laughs> off like yeah without being like <laughs> very lit, like direct and kind of lame i i do also like that it comes it feels like it comes from terry pratchett's very like true pastoral lifestyle he had and mm-hmm. There is a sense of respect he has for nature where he, like, he points out the beauty of it, the harmonious nature of it, and that you must respect the land, and the land may not respect you back, but it will at least accept you and will not cast you aside, but also that the land is a horrifying place, that nature can be very vicious if it mm-hmm. so wants to be, and if mm-hmm. nature had a will of its own, it probably would be very bloodthirsty. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I... I... I definitely like it as a Mark. It's great that you pointed out that it was like for a fantasy setting. Cause like, yeah, in, mm-hmm. in the play itself, um, like it's just the invading army, like cuts down branches and like disguises themselves with, with branches. And so like, he definitely couldn't ape that directly. Cause like, there's, there's no combat in weird sisters. Like it's not, that's yeah. not what that book is about. Um, it's yeah. He, he puts his own nuance on it and it's definitely it's unique to the world that he's built yeah um and like and like thematically it like you know it's a lot more about what makes a good leader and how 
society functions under royal rule and everything and like you know it it fits like very well for what he's trying to do yeah yeah uh macbeth walked so that weird sisters could run you know (laughs) obviously (laughs) (laughs) well william shakespeare walked so that terry pratchett could run Mm. (laughs) let's be honest here shakespeare basically rewrote the english language so that terry pratchett can make puns yeah yeah Yeah. william shakespeare invented many many words so that terry could make jokes uh (laughs) yeah all all good stuff um and and her final question um how cool was lady felmet's reaction to the know your soul thing um and it rules oh it's very cool and also it's so good it's it's yeah i love being evil actually being evil rules actually dummy God. What are you good? Like some sort you of dipshit? Oh, was I supposed to have shame? I'm just a bad person, idiot. <laughs> I'd love to be terrible and bad. <laughs> Being a piece of shit rules, actually. I- I'm a nasty little thotty, she said. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and she died from making it clap on its yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. That's what the play was for. Oh, That's. Oh Lord, God! But yeah. Okay, so if if listeners want to write in and tell Mark to go to hell, where can they yeah. do that? <laughs> um, uh, so you can email us at uh, I think it's the discourse pod at gmail dot com. Hell yeah! Uh, if you're you know reading along with us, feel free to tell us your thoughts and or yell at me. <laughs> Or DM us, I guess now, on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, and I'll just I'll... just search for Zlorf and you'll find us. Um, Julie, I, wait, fuck. <laughs> we start with the Jess. Where can we find you? It's it's been so it's long. been so long. Uh, as always, it's you can been... find me personally at several bad puns. You can find the show at the Discourse on Twitter. Just search for Zlorf. Um, our theme music is done by maxi satan you can find her on Bandcamp at pastel hand grenade she's super cool and she rules uh rate review subscribe all that good stuff oh you can also <laughs> listen to more of maxi's work on uh the idol on playtest podcast yes which is a, yes. A, a, an actual play podcast using a system made by some of our friends yeah uh which is on audio Entropy. it's great yeah and julie you did art for them right Yes, and I will still be doing art. I've just, they've been very patient with uh, my very slow pace of art. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all good. It's very good art. Listen, listen art takes listen, time. The, the, the book, the, the rule is still being written. The book is not published yet. I still have time. I still have <laughs> <Yes>. time. <laughs> there was time now. <laughs> Eventually they will be waiting on you. Don't, they have been. Don't tell her that. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. I live with this guilt and shame every day. um julie where can we find you you can find me on twitter at gatsby low l-o-w um i am locked public school teacher all that jazz uh no children allowed as far as i know um but please do send me a like follow request and stuff i need to get back to actually checking that because i've been very busy and i'm not on twitter as much anymore these days but i still get around um just doom scroll you know, here and there. <laughs> you can also find me on Instagram at DL Hobbies. That's where me and my partner Zach uh, paint and display a bunch of our Warhammer and stuff. There's been more stuff. I finally posted more stuff that from my Hell huge yeah. fucking backlog. 
Um, although I'm trying to be much better about, you know, not just adding to the giant mountain of plastic that continues to haunt me. <laughs> um, I need to buy more tubs for storage. Uh, <laughs> you can also find me... <laughs> you can also find me on, um, friends of the show, Ashley, uh at yui underscore librarian on twitter she has a podcast called let's all talk the lobby and she released an episode i was on where i talk about the mamoru hosoda film uh wolf children fantastic movie beautiful oh, movie made me cry and bore my eyes out also we talk a surprising amount about baja blasts in that podcast <laughs> hell yeah. yeah that was a fucking incredible incredible snippet that she picked. <laughs> she picked the best one out of all the stupid fantastic goose she and i made <laughs> lovely um i'm actually i don't know when we're gonna record it but i did ask to be a guest on that podcast and when i am ashley and i are gonna be talking about robot carnival oh, oh yeah um mark where can we find you on the online uh, you can follow me on twitter at avengifier a-v-e-n-g-i-f-i-e-r um I haven't been posting as much recently. Um, mostly just retweeting a bunch of Pokemon art because Pokemon's good. Um, and I don't know. I make make jokes and there, I retweet cat, cow pictures. So you can give me a follow. Hell yeah! Objectively, the only good Twitter account. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Chum Person. Chum personable. I said that a little bit weird at the start there. It's fine. <laughs> it's cool. Um, you can find the podcast that Mark, Jess, and I do uh, called Lupin Lottery, um, where we are watching Lupin the Third, the classic anime, entirely out of order. We are going through Green Jacket still. We finally got to the first episode period of all of all of Lupin the Third. Man, it was a weird experience. <laughs> Um, but you can find that, uh, Lupin Larry. You can also go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Edelin, where I post episodes of that show early. You get access to my Discord, you get access to my <laughs> Discord channel. <laughs> um, it's fun. Give me a dollar. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, would you guys like to hear what we are reading up to next week? I sure yes, would. Yes, please. Um, next week, we are reading up to um, what is in my printing, page 120, on the line, The King Groaned. Oh. All right. Mm. Love it. Worrying. <laughs> <laughs> Worrying, especially considering that dude is mm. dead. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There are many kings. Definitely dead forever. <laughs> dead forever. But that, w- that will be next time on the discourse see you in a few hours and a hundred years goodbye bye bye bye
I were just talking like we're we're friends. <laughs> Everyone knows we're here for business. We are colleagues. I'm here for business. I'm on the clock right I, now. I'm here to win. <laughs> I'm looking at time.is. I'm literally on the clock right now. <laughs>